Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Trolley Watch, New Idea Foods, very fabulous podcast. My name is Amy Sinclair and I am joined by the always gorgeous, always wonderful, always fabulous Barbara Northwood, our wonderful food director. Welcome, Barb. Hi, Amy. You ready for another uh, fun podcast? I really am. I have the best surprise for you this uh, Yeah, I'm a bit worried about these, Amy. The, no, I have the best surprise. You are literally going to love <laughs> okay. me for it. I'm probably going to get sacked over it. I believe really? there might be an OHS violation, but you know what, Barb? This is how I roll. I am living on the edge. I do not care. Okay, this Amy. is, of course, is Trolley Watch, where I manage to do segments where I get sacked, but also we talk all things food, shopping, groceries, supermarkets, bargains. You name it, we're talking about it, aren't we, Barb? Yep, we sure are. Let's go straight into the first segment. It's what we mm. do every week. It's Best in Isle where we get the, the the same product that is available across all supermarkets and we tell you our pick of the bunch because obviously you go into a supermarket, there is a lot of choice, isn't there, Barb? Yeah, there sure you is. You don't know what to pick. No, not at all. I don't really know. No <laughs> one knows. This week we are looking at sausage rolls. And now, who doesn't love a sausage roll? Who doesn't roll? love a sausage roll? You just cook yeah. them up. Power through twenty five of them yes. in one sitting. Yes, easily dump them in, <laughs> and but sometimes you don't always want to go through the rigmarole. They're actually pretty easy to make, but you don't want to go through the rigmarole exactly. of making them sometimes. Exactly. But what separates a good sausage roll from a bad one, Barb? Give it to me. Um, pastry. Yeah, it's, it's all in one. the pastry because yeah. the pastry can be very fatty. Um, and if it, it's not cooked properly or if there's too much fat probably in the meat, that soaks out into the pastry so it makes it soggy. So a really good sausage roll has to have crunchy, crispy pastry. Well, Barb, we tried four sausage rolls at the New Idea Test Kitchen today. It was uh, it's yes. like being at a kid's party, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> it was. You can head to our Facebook page, guys, to see the photo set up. It was, it's very professional. As I said, we are um, we are really making a, a real go of this. First one we tried were the Coles Frozen Party Sausage Rolls. They're $5 for a 24-pack, made from 96% Aussie ingredients. Yes. The second one we tried were the Woolworths Frozen Party Sausage Rolls, a bit cheaper at $4.50 for a 24-pack, made from 94% Aussie ingredients. Third, we had the Audi Frozen Elmsbury. Very fancy sausage isn't name, isn't, isn't it? it? Mm. The Frozen Elmsbury party sausage rolls, which are the cheapest at $4.29 for a 24-pack. And then last but not least, we had the Patties Frozen Classic Sausage Rolls. These were a lot more expensive at $12.80 for a 24-pack. But they're made from 97% Aussie ingredients, which obviously is um, the highest uh, content out of our four. And they're available at Coles and Woolies. Barb, let's start with our first ones. The Coles, what did you think? I thought the pastry was a little bit fatty. 
Yeah. Um, they didn't look good. They didn't, did they? They no. looked kind of grey or a bit just insipid. Just light brown, a bit yeah. insipid, yeah. And Beck, who was our very um, wonderful helper in the test kitchen, actually added another five minutes She to did, them. and they still look undercooked, didn't yeah. they, even in that time. They were hot enough, but they just didn't look the part. Yeah. How did yeah. you feel about the taste? Um, I just thought they were a bit tasteless, to be honest. Mm. Not a lot of flavour at all. They weren't great, were they? Yeah, no. Yeah. Next up, the Woolworths ones. What did you think of those ones, Barb? Look, again, they're a little bit ordinary. The yeah. pastry was a bit fatty when you kind of peeled the top little layer off, which was crisp, but there was still a bit soggy underneath. So bit not doughy. impressed. A bit doughy yeah. in your mouth. Yeah. They looked a lot better than the Coles ones, yes, didn't they? they did. They were, yes. they were a lot better looking ones. Yes. But just a bit insipid when you ate yeah. them. What did you think of the Audi ones? They weren't bad. Yeah. But they definitely had a vegetable taste to them because they did have quite a few, you know, other vegetables and other They're ingredients. Quite, they had a few herbs and spices yeah, exactly. in too as well, didn't they? And probably a bit of a fennel taste. Yeah, I thought so you too. You say you could taste the seed the, or The coals and woolies were very, very plain. Like yes. they, they were very much just a beef, weren't they, taste? Yeah, or, totally. Yeah. You know, let's do beef in inverted commas. Yes. But a very kind of just a basic meat taste, whereas yeah. the Audi had… A bit more veggie. A bit more veggie yeah. and also a few herbs and spices in yes, there. So probably yes. more of an… You know, maybe gourmet. Yeah, gourmet. Or spicy. If you don't like those herbs and spice yeah. flavor, though, they wouldn't appeal I don't know to if perhaps kids everybody. Would like them. No, exactly. No, but they were certainly sort of. Yeah. I think more for adults. Mm. What did you think of the patties? Oh, the color. They really, oh, really, they really did stand out when you put them all against one another. Pastry was crisp, beautiful color, um, and then when you weighed them, it was really. Really tasty, it was nice. and they you, weren't fatty tasting at you all. You could see was also just, the the carrot in there, yeah, and the yeah, they, they they had a bit of substance to them. Yeah, didn't they? they were lovely actually. We're really going good. into it thinking when we went into it, we were thinking twelve dollars eighty for a box of sausage rolls. That's a bit dear, mm. but when you actually taste them, we've got to say it was worth it. Yes, yes, they actually still, looked homemade. They really I'm did. Sure they looked homemade. Them, they yeah. looked impressive. You had them out for a party that you'd think that they'd be happy homemade. with them. Yeah, yeah they were, very and much the, so. they were really good. Pastry quite crumbly, mm. very, very yummy. Yes. There's no surprises here, Barb. What's taking home the golden trolley today? Mm, patties. Yes. Hey. Thanks, Barb. All right, Barb, we're going into segment two. This is where we put on our boxing gloves. Yes. Where we fight it out for the big debate, where we really go head to head. Actually, we uh, we, we don't at all because um, I don't really have a passionate view on this one. But I think it's really, really interesting because a lot of people are very confused about this subject. Yes. And you, of course, Barb, are our expert on everything, include especially freezers and what you can and can't <laughs> freeze. So I'm going to hit you with it. Buying vegetables in season versus out of season, is there really a difference, Barb? What do you think? I suppose buying products out of season is expensive, but yeah, the quality true. is really good. If you're going to give a little present to somebody, if you were having some people over, I would definitely go and buy them. Really? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So what? I mean, cherries are around at the moment. I would be buying those cherries. So those cherries you think are actually really good? Yes, because they export the ah. best quality. It's like the products we have here, we export them to other countries and right. we're left with what's left. They do that. They do that overseas. So when they come in, they're just exquisite. Really? So you think it's better with something? Say cherries. What else? Um, Asparagus, uh, mangoes, different things that we can't get in season here. And I actually spoke to asparagus growers and said 
this is terrible. You know, asparagus is coming in from Mexico. How do you feel about it? And they said they would rather have people buy it now because it keeps it in front of mind for that's true for later. So when the season does come in, you're used to buying asparagus. Otherwise, you replace it. Once it goes off the menu, like avocados, you can replace it with something else. It's very hard to get people to go back to that product again. It's a fair point because when it's mango season, for example, there are so many mangoes in store, so many choices. Do you do the the you know the R two D two or whatever they're called the, yes. the, the big ones? Yes. Do you do your Kensington Pride? Everyone has a pick, and there is so much choice. And then do you go on budget or not? When you just have the choice of the very best mango that's around exactly. in the world in your exactly. supermarket, it makes it very easy. And you know, it? sometimes when you look at those prices, you you think that's so expensive, and yet we'd spend that on ice cream, it's or chocolates, or it's anything true. else. A wine, and yet the reward, yeah, shoes. totally. Why not reward yourself with some lovely fruit and? <laughs> vegetables. Well, Barb, I have learned something very important then. I thought for sure that you were going to say always buy in season, you get the best and but no, I'm wrong. Well, I don't mind buying in season well, and I you, do, but and it's very cheap, I still obviously. think it's a good idea. Yeah, to, to encourage the market and to treat yourself. Oh, total total treat. Yum. Barb, I've learned something new. I, I couldn't be ex- more excited. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. Barb, um, we've been hit. We've been inundated. That's the only word for it. Inundated <laughs> with reader questions on our Facebook and uh, social media pages for Foodiful and New Idea Food with yes. everyday home cooks wanting to ask you some very baffling questions that they can never quite work out. You hit up the internet, you hit up Google, but sometimes you can still get conflicting advice. Yeah, very true. But, Barb, you've had what? I mean, you're, you're a spring chicken, but you've got a lot of yes. years in the kitchen. Yeah, a lot of years, Amy. <laughs> A lot of years. I'm not going to say that. Look at her. She's a model. (laughs) Where you can hand down your prized advice to readers. I've got three questions here. Now, the first one's come to us from Adriana. Question, should I peel or wash mushrooms before I use them? Well, the answer is no to both of those. If you Thank God, because that would take a lot of time just quietly. I mean, obviously, if you were picking them out in the um, maybe out in the bush yourself, you yeah. take more care with cleaning them. Um, and but really, the suggestion is you just take damp absorbent paper, like kitchen towel, and yeah. just wipe over them to get any peat or dirt off them. But all the nutrients and all the flavour is just under that skin. So if you take that away, it's gone. And I don't even trim the little stem off them; no, just the either. slightest piece, because again, delicious. I love a sliced mushroom. I do too. It's one of my yeah. favourite foods, yeah, I reckon. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. My kids tell them that me that they hate mushrooms, but I swear on my I put the mushrooms in everything. They have no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> bah! <laughs> Question two comes to us from Connie. I make uh, cream caramels for dessert when friends come over. But when I turn them out, half the toffee is stuck to the base of the dishes. How do I get it out, Barb? Tell Connie, tell her. That's true because it often happens. You it know. does, doesn't it? And there's yes. nothing worse than making anything. No. And, and then you go to turn you it turn out. turn them out oh. and then you need to go and stick the little dishes in a sink of hot water to dry and dissolve some more of the toffee to coat them with. No. The trick is oh. once you remove them from the oven-proof dish – as you cook them in a water bath. Once yep. you get them out, you place them on a wire rack and you cool them to room temperature. 
Ah. And this allows the toffee to dissolve before you refrigerate it. If they're still warm and you pop them into the fridge, the toffee just solidifies again. It actually dissolves by leaving it at room temperature so that you end up with more sauce. See, I would never have known that. I would have thought you'd just whack it out or, yeah. Yeah. Last one comes to us from Beth. Is there a trick to peeling hard-boiled eggs without tearing the white part? We've all been there. I know, and it depends Honestly. on the freshness of the eggs. Oh, totally, it does, it? yes, yeah. Drain the eggs, run them under cold water yep. for about a minute. But if you don't want to do that, because I mean it's a lot for water running these yeah. days, put them into um, a bowl with some cold water with some ice cubes yep. to try to chill them down because you want them cool enough to handle. Yeah. Remove them one at a time, and you tap the egg on the bench to crack the shell, and you roll your hands over it to loosen them. Ah, sure. so and you start like peeling at the large it. end. Yeah. 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 And still hold them underwater because their water will help to loosen and ease that shell off. Yep. That's or you can just leave them in the cold water for five I'm, minutes, but it's getting that water there to help peel it. Otherwise, they do break if they're for a salad. Depends what you want. Someone once said to me that, um, you know, that you can take off a, um, a, a shell using a spoon. Yes. And I looked at it and I thought, yeah, no, that's that's an absolute crock. There's no way that would work. It really works. Like so when, cutting the top off yeah, and then – you just like kind of – and you just work the spoon around yes, it. Yes, And it comes up. You kind of roll the egg. You, I wish we had a camera right now. You can see me kind of <laughs> doing this sort of rolling, rolling motion. Egg, yes. But you get your – work your spoon around. It comes out yeah, perfectly. like avocado oh, if you yeah, do with a spoon, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Bob, but is it the problem? readers of Australia, thank you. It's a pleasure, Amy. Don't forget to send in your questions on our Facebook pages, which of course are at Facebook slash New Idea Food and Facebook slash Foodiful. And Barb will endeavour to answer them all. Thank you, Barb. Thank you. Barb, this is possibly the most exciting segment I've ever brought to you. (laughs) I'm excited, Amy. You thought that I'd, I'd peaked high at the ice cream blind test, yes, which I is did. one of your favourite foods ever. I now present to you the budget wine tasting taste test. Wow. So I have six varieties yes. of, of wine here. Now, just to give you some background, I went to, to Dan Murphy's on the way yes. here. I bought six bottles mm. for $31. Wow. Now I'm That's convinced. I'm not, isn't I, mean, it? I mean, you know, I am a. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna say that I reckon we're gonna find a couple of hidden gems here. Yes. Looking at the labels, they're very, very attractive looking labels. Many yep. of them. You wouldn't know that one of them was only three dollars. That's right, two dollars ninety nine. Crazy! It's almost cheaper than water. It really is. It is. It is cheaper than water. It is cheaper than water. Oh dear. That's something. And I'm giving them to you, Bob. I've got three yep. Sauvignon Blancs here and yes. I've got three Cab Merlots yes. that I want you to try. You don't okay. know which is which. No, I am the I only don't. one who knows. Yes. I am like the, the holder, the budget wine <laughs> the gatekeeper. <laughs> gatekeeper. <laughs> and I want you to tell me your pick of the Sauv Blancs and yes. then the, the, the pick of the, the Cab Merlots. Lovely. We're going to start off with the white ones. Okay. I'm not going to lie. When I did open up and crack into these uh, white wines. Yes. Uh, it took me back to, you know, I, I was going to say when I was, you know, 16 and having a white wine at a party, but my mum listens to this. So obviously I was 18 um, yes. and <laughs> of age. And it was, yeah, and it was just that I couldn't afford to buy Aww. expensive wine, but it brought back that sort of tinny smell. But obviously that was only, 
when I was 18, that was, what, three years ago? <laughs> True. Three plus 28. But, Barb, hit yes. me up. Go. Okay. The first one. First one. Mm-hmm. Don't smell it, Barb. It's my advice. Very nice. You like yes. that one? Yeah. All right. I like that one. Go the second one. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And that's your third one there. Okay. All right. That's good. All right. What you just tasted are three Sauvignon Blancs, as I said. Yes. I really like the first one. Was that your pick? The first one was the best. All right. The first one is the Silver Mocky, and that retails for just six ninety nine. Wow. That came? is really good. Let me taste it. Let me see. It really Dennis, good. you're ploughing into it oh, already. I, I look, I'm blind drunk. <laughs> that is actually quite nice. It's good. With a bit of salmon, that I would actually really be quite lovely. Nice. What was your pit second one? Probably the third. Well, the third one was... Well, that's the Amiri, yes. which is a seven ninety nine wine. Not surprisingly, the one that came third was only four ninety five. Yes, but um, just didn't have that depth of flavour that yeah, the first one. Had, that was the rumours one, which yeah. is a well known sort of budget range. Yes. But, so there we go. The winning of Sauvignon Blanc is the Silver Moki. Lovely and six ninety nine from um, Dan Murphy's. Now you're not off really the hook good. yet, Barb. Okay. I'm sorry. I have some red wine. Yes, I always think that. Cheap red wine is a lot easier to handle than cheap white wine. Yeah, I do actually, but that's just me. Not that, you know, I'm a connoisseur of alcohol, (laughs) although I kind of am. (laughs) Barb, I've got three Cab Merlots. Knock yourself out. Go for it. Okay. Yes, very nice. I think Barb's – Don't mind that one at all. I think Barb's having a bit of a go at the fact that I'm serving it to her in coffee cups. (laughs) (laughs) Takeaway coffee cups. I think she's used to kind of a, a finer crystal than what I'm providing, but that's okay. She's had the second one. Yes, that's – yes. Interesting. That's All right, interesting now we go the one. third one. Okay. Yes. Okay, Barb. You were you were drinking between the Dipodoli, which yes. is quite a, a nice brand, yes. uh, Sacred Hill, or the Bowler's Run, which was only three nineteen, uh, or the Water Cloud Cab – Merlot, which was four ninety nine. Well, tell Dan, me your pick. I like the first. Yeah, cherry flavors. I really like the flavor of that. That's, you were very. I, I saw you give it the big yeah, eyebrows that, up, that was thumbs a, up when you had it. I like it. that. And that's your favorite. Yes. Let's have a look and see which one it is. It's the Debertoli. Yeah, only four dollars nice. fifty. We're just proving, guys, that you don't have to spend a lot of money to have a great drop. Not at all. Would They're you, fantastic. Would you? Ha- would you pick them again? Would you have them? Would meal? I buy them? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Amazing. yes. We're yes. going to put them up on our Facebook page, guys, so that you can see They're exactly really what we're talking about. We've got one more segment to go and then we're going to power through all six bottles. <laughs> Yum. Sounds good to me, fun. Amy. We'll give the two vagrant thumbs up. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> all right, Barb, this is the last segment of the the, the, we've had, what, 14 bowls of wine by now, guys? <laughs> I'm kidding. Only three. Let's not be silly. This is the segment that you love to hate, yes. that you dread every time. It's Barb in the Hot Seat where I get to ask you 10 questions that you have no idea about. Yes. And you have to be very honest. All right, Barb, first question, what's the worst meal you've ever had at a restaurant? Um, it was a Chinese restaurant. And I went with some friends and they ordered the meal and they were Chinese. And it was very authentic, but too authentic for me. So it was lots of entrails. It was like a soupy What's an liquid entrail? with little bits and pieces from inside the animal. Oh, so God. 
they were kind of feet and guts. Ooh. There were you actually didn't really realise what you were eating. You it was just a texture thing, rather than any great flavour. No one wants to eat chicken intestines. I know. Am I wrong? Well, I didn't want to, but I struggled. Oh, weird. I did struggle with it. Yeah, that, I, I'd struggle with that yeah. as well. Question two: You're at a restaurant. You hate the meal, uh, or it's too late. It's taking a long time. Whatever. Are you someone who's going to complain, or yes. you're going to just sit and no, oh, look at bar, I complain. Fire up. Yes, I complain. I bet you do. Bar. I once ordered a meal. It was a veal dish, and they described what was in the dish, and I thought that sounds lovely. I'll order that. And when it came out, there were little bits missing, like the the capsicum and the mushroom. And I'm looking, thinking. This is not what I ordered. So I said to the waiter, excuse me, I didn't order this. And he said, oh, yes, madam, you did. It was such oh. and such. I said, thank Fears you. for that waiter. Yes. And I remember saying to my husband, this is not fair. This is not unfair. He said, don't complain to me. Complain to them. I went, right. I picked the dish up and I walked out into the kitchen. <gasps> you did not, Barbara. I walked Northwood. out into the kitchen <gasps> and they said, excuse me, madam, the ladies is over. In that corner, I said, I'm not interested in the ladies. I want to see who oh. made this dish. This is not on it. This is not on it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let's offer you a free dessert. No, thank you. Didn't want the free dessert. But that's really naughty yeah. to, to put all those things on it. Like and then not, not deliver yeah, it and not then try deliver. and pass off with a scoop of ice cream Totally, totally. <laughs> you give it to them, Barb. I love it. Now, is there anything that it really it breaks your heart that you can't freeze? You're a big freezer. You love freezing everything. But there are certain things but, you can't freeze. What do you hate that you can't freeze? <laughs> Well, I, I I actually freeze everything, and you then when I go. thore it, yeah. you see that's the disappointment because you go, gee, that didn't work. What's a real disappointment for you? What, what do you um, hate that you can't pull freeze? Off? Well, I mean, I pretty much freeze everything. I don't really have anything that I can't freeze. Just, I'm pretty I'm pretty savvy with that old freeze. <laughs> I, I know you are, Bob. <laughs> now, Bob, I know that you hate oysters. Yeah, I'm not an oyster you fan hate, at all. Would you eat one for five hundred bucks? Yes. Easy. <laughs> 200. Not a problem. Seriously. 100? The thing is I don't like them raw. I like them. I don't mind oyster soup, oyster sauce, oyster anything else. Deep puree them. Oh. But I'm not just into the raw. I think you have to be brought up with them. But you'll do it for five bucks, right, Easy. <laughs> Easy. Are you a meat pie or a sausage roll girl? A sausage roll. You're at the, yeah? Yeah. You're, you're at a party. Prefer a sausage roll. Yeah, they're, they're not as messy. Around. Yeah. They're not as messy. Pies are a bit messy. <laughs> Just throw them out in one bite. and they Not that I ever do that because I'm a lady, obviously. <laughs> but they don't make much mess when you do that, apparently. I wouldn't know. What's your perfect Saturday night meal, Barb, apart from ice cream and wine? Um, if I was – can I have takeaway? It would be pizza. Really? Yep. Yeah. Pizza in front of the telly. Mm, I agree yes. with that. Have you ever passed off something that you bought from a store – and said that it was homemade. I did once. Yes. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> what was it? It was little pastry cases yeah. that you can actually buy in the supermarket, especially around Christmas time. They all have them. The little shallow cases, and you fill with kinds of things like smoked salmon and cream cheese and bits and pieces. And I did buy them and I did fill them. And, and my guest said, they're absolutely beautiful. What's lovely pastry? And I just went, thank you. <laughs> I didn't say I bought them, but I'm sure when she went to the supermarket, she probably saw them. But naughty, Yeah, Barb. a bit naughty. Yes. I love it, Barb. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. I thought you'd say no to that for sure. Now, Barb, I know that you own 3,500 chopping boards, but how many tea towels do you own? <laughs> probably about 30 to 40. 30. That's impressive, isn't it? Yeah. It's a lot, a of, lot tea of tea towels. Yeah. But I use a lot. But Where I would do you use keep them all? 
Oh, in about three separate cupboards. There's yeah. about a dozen in the kitchen. I'm imagining that your kitchen is about the size pretty big. of my house. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But it's one of those things, as soon as you use them once or twice, they get wet and soggy, so I just want a new one. That's the luxury of cooking, though, isn't having lots of tea towels to me. Getting things out of the oven, using them, or wiping your hands on them, and then you yeah. go, oh, get a grabbing new one. Brisbane Expo 88. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. What's your favourite tea towel? Do you have a favourite? Um, no, pure cotton. Yeah, you can't go Cotton one's cotton, yeah. Last question, Barb. Yes. Make it easy, Amy. If George Clooney – this is obviously a very realistic question. Yeah. <laughs> but if George Clooney was to come around and make you dinner yep. and it was absolutely disgusting – would you throw it back in his face Never. or would you eat it? Yeah, I totally eat it. Woman. Eat That's my oyster. woman, Barb. <laughs> it's my girl. You relish that dinner. Yeah, you eat indeed. that Indeed. <laughs> you tell him how good it is, right, Barb? I would indeed. indeed. Ask him to take his shirt off because it's yes. a bit hot in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah, yes. I hear you, Barb. I hear you. <laughs> that is Trolley Watch. <laughs> we are off to um, dream of George Clooney and, uh, you know, George, if you're listening today, please. Yes. You're welcome around at Barb's house any day to make dinner. <laughs> Don't make her authentic Chinese meals, though, with no. intestines because she's not really a fan. We are uh, very uh, excited to have you for this episode. Thank you again. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and follow us where you find all good podcasts. And um, uh, don't forget to come and say hi to us at Facebook on New Idea Food or Foodable. Thanks for joining us, Barb. Lovely, Amy. Bye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 